And we're live. That was fast. That was very fast. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's, like, gone oh. for a while, and he's just ready to go. Get this going yeah, right mean, now. I thought we were starting an hour and a half ago, because <laughs> I misread the so time. So you're super ready. Yeah, I was just like, don't block me in any appointments for the rest of the day. I gotta do this. I gotta do this thing. I gotta come back and talk about video games. Right. Yeah. Before that, though, um, talk to us about your trip. All right. I went on a trip. I'm back now, so I'm ready to talk <laughs> about video games. <laughs> it's a good trip. Sounds like <laughs> it. What do you want to know? Ask me anything. I don't know. We'll, get, give, give us some highlights. Run us through, like, I don't know, chronologically, some highlights. Uh, I mean, it was all good, except the flight back was fucking terrible because it was delayed. And that almost screwed up a connection and you know how that goes obviously but um i don't know did you have to connect uh connect in san fran oh okay yeah so um first day was a write-off travel day and like exhausted we got to the hotel late at night and yeah first real day i guess we did uh akihabara a bit no, yeah, I don't know. Did we say on this episode you were in Japan? I don't. Was that mentioned in this episode? Probably not. But I mean, okay, just in case. I'm yeah, assuming you guys said that last week, if nothing right, else. But in, in case this is their first episode, I don't know. Okay, start right. the story right. Right, right. Fair okay, enough. so Akihabara, you went first day. Yep. Uh, that, I think that place is cooler at night with all like the lights and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we were there. For the whole day, for like 12 hours, okay. and I was exhausted and didn't oh, wow. ever want right. to go back to that place. That place is um not the busiest place, but there's definitely a lot of shit to do there. A lot of pachinko, and yes, I did look oh, yeah. for Konami pachinko in like every parlor we went in. Uh, no, no did luck. you find it? No. The, closest, the one I found that I was like, yeah, all right, that's kind of dope was a Resident Evil Revelations 1 machine, but, like, it was on the $4 floor, and I was like, I'm not spending 400 yen per play. That's fucking ridiculous. So, did you play any Pachinko when I was there? I did not. I didn't, because I didn't couldn't find any of the machines I wanted. Okay. Like, yeah, if I had found Silent Hill, or specifically Snake Eater, I absolutely would have. For okay. sure. And I was looking pretty hard for them. And, uh... That was kind of a whole task by itself because all those stupid pachinko parlors are like kind of right beside each other. So there was just a lot of walking around in smoky, crappy, loud. Yep. Super loud. Yeah, super loud. Yeah. Um, other than that, that day was pretty much just getting a feel for the city and like getting around and trying some food and stuff like that. And nothing too special. We went to a lot of arcades. And uh, I was going to play some stuff, but a lot of the stuff I wanted to play had, like, not a lineup for it, but it's obvious there were people waiting for it. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait around to play video games. That's fucking stupid. Like, we're in a different country. We should see stuff. So we kind of left um, rhythm games over there. Like, those people are crazy. They're absolutely insane. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, anybody who thinks they're good at all at rhythm games need to go over there and just, like, see how wrong they are, because it's dumb. It's absolutely... 
Mm? Sorry, did you get to see that crazy four-player dancing game? Yeah, the one where it's kind of freeform because it's just like a it, there's no like buttons. It's just like a pad that reads like where your feet are. Yeah, essentially, it's like I don't get it. I don't understand how technology works anymore. Like I'm I'm <laughs> that guy. I'm, I can feel me getting old because DDR made sense. This is a button thing you have to do. That was just like. Just be in this area and do what it shows on screen, and somehow machines will tell what you're doing. And I don't understand how that works at all. But um, yeah, a lot of dancing games. A lot of uh, I don't know what game it is, but the one where you like put your hands on the screen and like move shit around, kind of like a Minority Report thing. And like it was hard to tell what okay. they were playing song wise because. It just sounds like sound, like assaulting you when you walk into those places. So, it, like, I don't know how the hell, unless you're in front of the machine, you don't know what people are playing. So, I I bet when you're like that good though, like they're not even listening to like the tune. Uh, maybe I'm. I honestly couldn't tell you. I did notice. It seemed like the people that go there go there frequently because they have like the bottle of water ready for like when they need to take a quick break they have the gloves on so that their fingers don't like wear out and so that they can slide easier on like the little mechanical keyboards and all that sort of thing like they're there for the day sort of thing and it's just it's weird just being from like a culture where we kind of killed that whole scene like arcades and getting together in one place to play video games it's weird that there's just like Oh no, these people like this is their life. They are here for like 10 hours just to do this every couple right. days. Right. Yeah. So, I feel like arcades are coming back a little bit. Like we're getting a lot of barcades and stuff now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day. And and you guys have like rec room? Yeah. That's all we have, oh. but yeah, it's something. <laughs> I guess there's that. Um did you do any, um, when you're in Akihabara, did you do any, like, game shopping? No, there wasn't any way I was going to waste money on video games. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't buy anything uh, while you were there? Or game-wise? Uh, game-wise, no. Like, I bought little souvenirs for people and stuff like that. But, like, I wanted the money we spent to be part of experiences, not things I could buy from Amazon and have them shipped to me. So we just kind of went with that attitude. And... Like, I did some shopping in that I went into the stores and, like, looked around and saw some cool stuff, but, like, I didn't have any intention to buy anything. And also, okay. like, it seems like it's probably a different time than when you went, because I wouldn't say the games there are cheap. They're, like, a minimum of $10, like, for things that are garbage. So it seems like maybe they wised up, and they're like, hey, a lot of tourists are coming here. Let's crank those prices up a bit. Maybe. I mean, I, I, it was only like a few years ago that I went. But again, I, all the like the real cheap stuff that I was picking up was uh, uh, like those Sega Saturn stuff. <clears throat> Fair like enough. The DS games and stuff I was picking up, they were still like, you know, $30 or whatever. Even some like even some like garbage Saturn games and stuff were like 15, 20 bucks. Like it wasn't worth it. OK, so I think that they might have caught on that like they can charge a little bit more because people are buying that stuff. Either that or they're just trying to gouge people. 
which could be as well Maybe. some places. But like I'm sure the locals there know of the little like corner stores that actually like are the places you should be to shop for that stuff. Obviously, as a tourist, sure. I didn't. I just went on the main drags for the most yeah. part. Um, next day, we went to Weno Park and just spent a day at the park and like chilled out, saw the cherry blossoms, all that sort of stuff. Basically, the thing I wanted to do. And uh, okay. that was just a chill day. A lot of walking, but that's just kind of Japan in general because there's nowhere to sit in that fucking, like, anywhere in that country. Their benches are not? so rare. It's to okay. the point where they don't have benches, really. They have, like, areas that you can lean against to, like... They have, like, yeah, lean Yeah, a lot tubes. of railings. Yeah, they have a lot of leaning railings. <laughs> they don't like people sitting around, so... Um, kind of by the same uh, idea, though, uh, all the streets are super clean. Yeah, there was only... that. There was only one area that I was just like, oh, this is dirty, but, like... The reason I was able to recognize that was because everywhere else was clean. So. Yeah, there's like no garbage on the floor. Because I remember I was like walking around one time and I was eating like an orange. And I was like, <laughs> gotta get rid of this orange peel. And I could not find a garbage. Yeah, like, there's anywhere. no garbages in that fucking city. Like anywhere in Tokyo. It's crazy. And so I don't understand how they keep it so clean. Not only that, but they actually have yeah. to separate all their garbage. Which is super annoying because that means that... They package everything in individual little things. It's just, ugh. I hated packaging and stuff in Japan. I couldn't stand it. Okay. Uh, other than, like, we went out of the city for three days or so. We went to Hiroshima and uh, Kyoto for a day or so. And um, those were fine. That, like, memorial of the A-bomb blast is the most one of the saddest places on earth and it's just terrible. sure did you go see the um the building that like was still standing yeah yeah like the shell of it yeah 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 that thing is like right there in front of you when you get off at that station for the cable car and it's just like oh okay i guess we're here <laughs> there's a right, huge right. like and there's, and there's a museum as well we went, i went to the museum the museum there's is that the same as the memorial or are you talking about the different because no, there's it's, a memorial. It's, near the memorial. As well. it's yeah. like a little further down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um besides like Auschwitz and some of the like camps from like that whole thing, like that has to be one of the saddest places on earth though. That area. Sure. Just terrible. That was just right. such a somber day. <laughs> yeah, and all the uh, all the paper cranes and such. The paper cranes, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Though. I saw you went um to Miyajima. Yep, and you got to see that like uh, I don't even know what it is the thing out in the water that when the shore is gone, you can walk up to it. Yeah, unfortunately, the we tide. didn't go early enough for the high tide. The high tide was like at five thirty a.m. or something. So okay, we missed that part, and we weren't going to be able to stay for the next one because the next one was like a bit later than we could handle. Um. Yeah, I don't think I saw High Tide either. Yeah, it's too bad because I would have liked to have seen that. But uh, yeah, we went during the day, so we were able to walk up to it at least and saw that whole sort of thing. And that whole that whole island in general is just like beautiful, and I don't know, like pictures can't even describe. Are there still like deer just everywhere? Oh yeah, there's just deer yeah. everywhere. 
Yeah, I remember they would just come up to you trying to get food. Like, they were not afraid of humans. Yeah, no. They want pigeons almost. Yeah. But they, like, you can pet them and, like, stuff. They like that. And they want your food to the point where they will harass people. And it's real funny to watch. Especially, like, the children and older people that are scared shitless of these, like, deer (laughs) that are just following them. Well, that's a weird thing as a tourist. Like, you don't expect a deer to just, like, start nipping at your hands. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And then there's signs everywhere saying, like, be patient with the deer and stuff like that. So You know that there's been some assholes screaming at deer at some point. And I can see why, but, like, that man, that would have been great to see somebody lose their mind at a deer. Uh, yeah, and then um, we went to the aquarium there as well, which had like a bunch of different things from the ocean in that area, and it was super creepy to see what's under that water in that area, and just the weird shit like that. Why, is it like different than the water in your area? I mean, we don't have like octopus, so yeah. Okay. Also, we basically don't have water here. Well, I mean, BC has water. Right, but I don't live in BC, so what's your point? Because you've been to BC. I feel like you haven't been to a coast before. I have been to a coast, yeah. Um, what else did we do? So, like, Talk about some food. What, what did you eat? What were some weird things or some really good things? See, this is the weird thing that I came out of it, is that I realize a lot of the, like good Japanese food you can kind of get in any major city now. Like, it's made its way over to major places like even here in calgary i've had a lot of good japanese food that tasted the same as there there are a few standouts where um like all the seafood was obviously fresh so anytime there was like fish on the menu or any of that sort of thing it just tasted better because it wasn't flash frozen and shipped across a country or whatever um it was good to have the hiroshima's uh version of okonomiyaki which is this sorry it sounded like you were about to say something oh no i was gonna say that's <laughs> like my favorite japanese food i had it for the first yeah. time at in miyajima oh, okay yeah um had, was it the had you had it before going to japan yeah it's kind of like this weird pancake thing uh with some noodles and uh usually an egg and like a meat of some sort Mixed in. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like an, like an omelet, like a weird omelet, noodly cabbagey kind of thing. Yeah. That's all held like together down. So it kind of looks like a pancake. Yeah. It's kind of held together with like this weird batter stuff. And yeah, it's super good, but apparently it's made a little bit differently in that area. So you probably had the same style I had from like, and I don't know what the difference is really. Cause it all just kind of tastes the same in the end. It's the same ingredients, but, um, yeah, no, that was really, really good. There is, like, one or two places here that makes it, but I haven't tried it here in Calgary. I have okay. tried it, I think, in Vancouver before. Vancouver has a lot, like, for anybody who lives in Vancouver, you have a lot of Japanese food and, like, Chinese food that is authentic out there, so you should try that shit out. Um, The ramen tastes pretty much the same. Sushi was better just because it was fresher. I guess, like, the whole fact that they are obsessed with mayonnaise kind of throws me off because I'm not are huge. They? Yeah, they love mayonnaise on fucking okay. everything. So there's just, like, mayon- there's just mayonnaise everywhere. It's just, like, the side you can get for everything. 
which is I noticed okay, a lot of um, honeydew flavored stuff and like melon stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot yeah of they were calling it melon, there. but I'm pretty sure it was the honeydew. Honeydew melon. specifically, yeah. Um, an egg, a lot of egg stuff as well, which I'm not, I'm not too fond of. I don't like egg generally. So, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to describe the food, I guess. It's pretty similar to if you've ever been to, like, a place that touts itself as authentic Japanese. It's pretty much similar tastes, just a little bit better, just because... Well, unless you live near an ocean, then it probably tastes the same, honestly. Uh, More than anything, it's just fun being in, like... A city that's just like always going it's exhausting though like the pace of like it i always felt rushed in tokyo specifically like people are just walking fast all the time and there's just people fucking everywhere getting like crammed in the train that's crazy it's abs- i don't understand how many how that many people can live in such a small did, area did you actually experience like the super crammed train stuff oh yeah we were there in rush hour to the point where like we felt full and then we stopped at a major like one of those like major hub stations and like another hundred people got on somehow it was wow yeah i never gross. experienced that luckily it's fucking gross <laughs> like it's real bad and then, but sure. for, like, the people that are there, they're just like, yeah, this is, you know, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is right. our day. Right. Like, how are you all so close to each other? Why are you all touching each other so much? <laughs> Everybody's just, like, all together. And then somehow, small dudes and, like, ladies are able to get out of that madness when their stop comes. And I don't know how. They just, like crawl through the people and it's fucking weird and i don't like it i like having my space so yeah i'd hate to be really short on that train the short people were not the problem they got through fine somehow the tall people seemed like they had trouble getting through and i don't understand why i don't i don't know how that worked but um yeah i don't know it's hard to sum up everything i guess I what I do know is that I'm sick of hearing that language. I'm sick of hearing Japanese for right Whoa. now. I'm just fucking sick of it. It was so nice to come home and be able to order in English and not have to say thank you after every little thing. Like, yeah, it was it was nice coming home and just ordering like a black coffee and not being like looked at like I'm retarded. <laughs> Did you not uh, encounter many? Like Japanese people that can speak English, because I've actually found it pretty easy to get around. In the service in, in industry, computers. it was fine. Yeah. Uh, the ones that don't speak English usually have an English menu that you can point to, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, okay," and then everything. Yeah, lots fine. of pictures. I remember. But like being not Japanese, there you can like people are looking at you all the time. They're like, "Yeah, you don't necessarily always feel welcome there." And that's fine, because I don't really care. But um, it was just nice to be home and just, like, not have to worry about the language barrier and making sure that I'm getting what I actually ask for. A lot of times, like, things were misinterpreted just because words sound similar. I'm trying to think of one right now. Coke and cone was a problem. Like, I wanted, like, a Coke, and they gave a cone of, like, ice cream. Like, I... It's just okay. weird little things that's like that. the end of the world? Huh? Ice cream's great. 
it's fine, but like it's just one of those like examples of you ask for something, but like you very specifically have to just be like this this one. This one right yeah. here that I'm pointing at. Sure. Yeah. For some right. things. Some things are fine because their English name is what they know it as too. But and that those instances were great. Whereas this like coffee is actually one of them. Coffee was fine to order. But everybody wanted to give me cream and like sugar and their like little sugary syrup stuff all the time, and then I was just like, no, like black, and it seemed the weirdest thing in the world. Also, seemed like the weirdest thing in the world when I would want it hot because they only drank iced coffee for like, oh, wow, like all the time, and I like seemed like a fucking weirdo, I guess, because I'm like, no, I want. I just want it in a cup. I don't want it any Hot of coffee. your special way. I just want you to put it in a cup and give it to me. That's all I want. But, um... Okay. Yeah. Other than that, it's really just been... The travel was absolutely terrible, and United Airlines is still the worst airline in the industry, and they prove that by not telling people what's going on, taking huge delays, and making a four-hour layover a 40-minute run through a terminal to try to get the other flight. Fuck it. Like, fuck United so hard. I hate them so fucking much. And they're just as bad in Tokyo as they are anywhere else in the world, so there's that. <laughs> I guess. Okay, well, I'm glad your trip was mostly good. Yeah, no, that like that was the worst day, and it was the travel day, so I knew it would be the worst day. But um, as we'll get to when we're talking about games i did play a lot of mobile stuff that's a huge thing over there it's just like everybody's on their phone just all the time you're talking to them they're just like on their phone talking to you it's crazy everyone's on their phone down here too at least like if i'm on the train everyone is on their phone yeah yeah no for sure that's definitely a thing just everywhere Uh, yeah yeah let's uh get into the actual show Mm-hmm. If you've been wondering what you're listening to for the past 20 minutes, it's the Top Down Perspective. And this is uh, April 19th. And yeah. John's here. Hey. And Paul's here. Hey. And I'm here. And um, John, you've been you've been pretty quiet. Why don't you talk about what you've been playing? I haven't been playing much. I've only been playing stuff on stream. So uh, Monday we cleared two games, Magical Drop 3 for the arcade and Cool Spot. For the Super Nintendo. Okay. All right. Magical fast food. Yeah. Well, it's Seven Up. Like that's the old Seven Up motto or mascot, rather the little dot with sunglasses. Oh right. Yeah. 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 He was very nice. I was thinking of the Noid. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, The Noid is the Domino's old mascot. Got to avoid. Yo, Noid is a great game. I still love that stupid garbage game so much. (laughs) Yeah, cool spot. You run around saving other spots by collecting cool points, and then you can free them from cages. It's okay. an alright platformer. All right. Yeah, that's all to describe, really. It was an alright platformer. Uh, Magical Drop 3 is a, uh, a puzzle game. Uh, there's like five games in the series, so this is the middle one. Uh, versus one-on-one, where you have to like pick up bubbles from your board and then just move them into other places where they hit three in a row. And then you have to keep chaining to try to put garbage pieces on your opponent's side and stuff like that. Uh, it's really fun. My Reese is super into it. So that was like my first time really getting into it. And it took cool. a bit, but it was actually really fun. 
Otherwise, uh, yesterday we played Thunderbirds for the NES, like based off the old marionette show. Oh, right. Okay. Apparently, okay. There's just straight up a shmup for the Thunderbirds on the NES. Huh. It, it was surprisingly okay. okay, but also very brutal at times. Hmm. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. It looks like it would have that problem with because like I'm looking at screenshots right now of the ships over water mm-hmm. and that era of gaming for me always gave me a headache anytime they tried to show moving water. <laughs> it seems yeah, like that there, game there might are have some that. points where it was just hard to see what the hell was going on. Yeah. Looks cool. The, cool. the cool thing about it was like you didn't really have lives so much as you had like a time limit. You had 60 days to actually, like, stop the bad guy. Going into a stage costs a day, and if you die in a stage, it costs you three days to repair your ship. Okay. So we we managed to get to the final stage with three days left, so we would cut it super close. But then we kept getting our ass kicked on the final stage. So luckily there was passwords. But um, it's, a, it's a hard shmup, but we managed to get through it. Like, it's, sometimes it can be forgiving, sometimes it just seems evil and just finding that weird balance in between is the hard part mm. um yeah it was all right we played a little bit uh, like another thunderbirds game in japan as well it kind of sucked it was a super nintendo one it was just kind of eh. it was more uh more like the show but like not as good if that makes sense okay yeah uh, and then we just played a bunch of f-zero for the rest of the night so that sounds like the original highlight f-zero uh no, the we played one of the Game Boy Advance ones and then we played uh the GameCube one. Okay. Okay. Played a bunch of that's that ridiculously <clears throat> hard story mode. Never right. played it. It's really hard. GX, is that the GameCube one? That's the one. Alright. That's about that's where you get those great interview questions though. Oh, they're so good. The clips they're are so, so good. Dude, there's so many things about the game that are great. Yeah. The songs that every like person has like customized to them is hilarious like the music to the story mode is amazing it's like if you listen to like the lyrics and like the music when they're playing the cutscenes, it's just hilarious but uh the, the difficulty spike is just insane yeah like getting that through was a, my yeah, favorite getting through a story stage on normal is hard enough and then there's two other difficulties past that and it's just like that's the only thing I remember that game for now is just how insanely difficult it is. I remember the rubber banding being super fucking yep. brutal. Yep. Like yep. where you are like doing real good and then nope, just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's entirely so, what happens. It's awful. Yeah. I remember that being a problem for sure. Also, the unlocking system kind of sucks too. Uh, you start, there's like 30 cars you can get and like there's a bunch of super secret ones. You start with four. And uh, you get tickets for completing Grand Prix and, or doing story mode. The problem is, each story mode chapter, you have to buy the next one using tickets. And the amount of tickets oh. they give you when you beat a story chapter is not enough to buy the next one. So you have to start saving up tickets to buy the next story chapter, and which means okay. you're not, which means you're not buying the other racers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, so like my my save file is like most like two thirds through story mode, but I have no one unlocked. (laughs) That's about all I played. Cool, Sean. What about you? What have you been playing? 
Uh, what have I been playing? I've been playing the beta, closed beta, I guess, for Sky. Oh, okay. Which is the new game from that game company. So is this Flower again? Basically, because uh, it looked like it could be roughly that, where you control like the no, wind. No, it seems it seems closer to like Journey. Oh, okay. In terms of just like how you're interacting with stuff. Interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, this is on the phone. This is a mobile game. And uh, you you have your little character who kind of just looks like the Journey person again. They got a big like cloak. Um, and you just kind of swipe in the direction you want to move. And uh, what's actually kind of nice is if you kind of swipe so that they start moving forward and then just keep tapping that area, they'll just keep moving forward at like top speed, which is really nice. Um, and for the most part, you're just kind of like moving around these environments and like lighting torches to like get this like, I don't know, currency that you can spend on random emotes or like different customization options. And there's not a ton in there for at least the customization right now. And then the multiplayer aspect, cause they're still trying like journey. They're trying to do like a, like a special multiplayer aspect to it. Other characters will just kind of show up in your game and you can like, you can do an emote with them or you can like high five them or you can like give them currency or it's, I don't know. I haven't played a ton of it. And it kind of just seems like aimless at the moment. There's like a hub world that you do get to start in, though, and then you go out onto whatever level you've unlocked. Um, so that's different from Journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've only put about half an hour to an hour in it. Um, I would say it, it looks great, though. It looks super nice. Yeah. Uh, I need. To, I really need to play more of it to see if there's any kind of like goal I'm going towards. Um but there's definitely stuff in there that it's just like, hey, this thing's under construction. So it's definitely like a beta. They have not added whatever they're going to do. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so that's that's interesting. Um, I've also been playing the first DLC pack for Assassin's Creed Origins. They've had a couple now. I'm, I'm playing the Hidden Ones, which is actually a new area. It takes place four years after the game. Um, and, you know, that's it's more Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, which is great. Uh, I really like it because uh, it gives at least two new, like, huge fortresses for you to try and, like, take over and, you know, kill everyone in the fortress and, like, scope out, which was my favorite part of Origins, was just coming across and, like, going around the outskirts all stealthy and slowly dropping their numbers and whatnot. So they have some, like, really big ones in there that I'm I'm enjoying. So that's, that's more Assassin's Creed. Cool. Um... I also just started a game called Mallow Drop. On I actually phone. had to look this up right now because I don't know what this is. It looks interesting, like a puzzle yeah, game. Yeah, this is, um, gameplay-wise, it's like the ice slide puzzles in Pokemon games when you're in, like, a cave and you can, like, slide and you have to get from, like, one side of the ice to the other by, like, bouncing off rocks and whatnot. Okay. Um, which... I'm getting like a flashback that I described another game somewhat recently with the similar idea, but I cannot remember what that game is. But anyways, so, you know, you're this little bird thing and you're if I swipe to the right, I'll move in one line all the way as far until I hit something and I have to try and get to the exit. Um, But I have to try and collect like the three eggs or however many eggs there are in the stage before the exit will open. Right. 
What makes this one interesting, though, is there are items in the stage that will shift based on how you're holding your phone. So every 90 degrees you, ch- you have to rotate will make blocks fall down. And that'll like allow you to get to different areas and whatnot. Oh. So not only are you swiping around, you also have to rotate your phone in 90 degrees constantly so that different options become available. That's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I, I don't know, it's a little it's a fun little puzzle game I'm enjoying right now. It was on sale like last week or something. Hmm. Um again oh. that was Mallow Drop. Uh and the and then you know apart from that I'm still playing some Far Cry 5. I'm still playing Thimbleweed Park. I'd be I'd like to talk a little bit about Far Cry 5 with you because sure. you I wasn't around since you yep. had started it. What are your opinions yep. on it so far? Um, I've, I'm skipping all the cutscenes cause I, I don't want to do totally them. right. They're boring. Yeah. They're like, they're boring and it's, they're just so heavy handed and they're they poorly can, written. They can only call me a sinner so many times before my yeah. eyes roll out of my skull. And it's just kind of like, yo, Far Cry's never really had a great story. Right. But like, this is easily the worst one out of all well, of this them. is apart from, like I was saying, apart from blood dragon, this is like my first Far Cry game. Oh, really? Okay. So, the problem I have with this one specifically is that the big bad doesn't feel like I care at all about him. And, like, all of the other ones have had the bad guy be, like, super charismatic and, like, kind of like if he wasn't an evil asshole, I would get along with this dude. This guy's just, like, a crazy nut job. And, like, the people that you're fighting are just crazy nut jobs, and there's just nothing there for, sure. for me, character-wise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know I'm, I'm ignoring all the cutscenes. I'm skipping every time someone's talking to me yeah. and I'm just playing it co-op with a buddy and that's a, that's a good time. Oh, okay. So I have tried co-op since we last talked about this game, since I talked about it. And, um, I don't like that the person whose session it isn't doesn't make progress in the story. That bugs me. That part does kind of suck. However, what we noticed, um, <laughs> let's say, let's say you're joining my game. Right. And we're doing a prepper stash that you have already done. Yeah, no, you you'll get the rewards. Get the, you'll get the perk points again, which is yeah. really nice for you. You can, like, double up. Totally. And that's totally fine. The thing is, is I don't want to see the story stuff again twice, you know? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, my, the buddy I'm playing with, he's already finished the game, so he's just, like, joining my game and we're doing whatever. Yeah, that sounds, like, ideal. For sure. The person I was playing with doesn't give a shit about the story either. So thankfully he was skipping a lot of that shit. And I was like, oh, thank God. I really don't want to sit through all this crap. I'm finding issues trying to get enough um, resistance points or whatever they are. It seems like you have to do like, yeah, you have to do like almost every mission available, especially if you never want to do a clutch Nixon Oh, dude, I love the Clutch Nixon ones, though. I hate hate them. I I love them, except except the the wingsuit. Fuck that thing. That is the worst. I I did the first one, and it was like in a car, and it was like, okay, I I had to do it like four times. Oh, Um, really? And then I did a plane one that was absolutely absurd, uh, just in terms of like, I can't fly this plane very well and I hate this <laughs> and it takes so long to like reload every time. Okay. And just like, no, I, so, I never do clutch Nixon. Okay. So let me explain to you why the wingsuit one sucks. Think the plane one mixed with like Superman 64 where you're going through rings, right? But sure. you're in a wingsuit. You can't fly up. So you have to like 
control in first person this shitty like momentum thing where you're trying right. to like float down through this these just sounds like a worse plan it's the fucking worst it's so yeah. bad the other ones yeah. i found real fun though like that one that one upset me i will say the salt flowed when i did the wingsuit one but like the rest of them i found were fun yeah no nah, i'm good um, okay, so if you're enough. not doing clutch next in level stages, you have to do like every every single other thing before you will get enough points, yeah. which is kind of annoying because a lot of the map yeah. is like fogged out. So I'll do like every story mission I can find and every side quest that isn't like a convoy, because by the time I fast travel over there, the convoy will be gone. Yeah. Um, so then it just kind of turns into like, well, I guess I'm going to just head east and hope there's like a, <laughs> a thing. barn over there with a story character I haven't found, which yeah. for the most part, that's usually the case, but it yeah. takes like 30 minutes of just searching the forest before I find like, Oh, here there's another silo or whatever. Here we go. Fair enough. So that's kind of annoying. And so I haven't done the girls region yet. I just right. did the, um, the North region. Oh, the, okay. That's easily well, like the worst one, but that's where you get cheeseburgers. So it's, it's where you get yeah, cheeseburger, cool. which is awesome. I only use cheeseburger now. Um, yeah. Herc is also a funny dude. I like Herc. He's a good time. Herc annoys the hell out of me, but yeah, he's fine. Okay, <laughs> he's got he's got some good jokes. I think I think he's pretty funny. He's he's got um, some okay writing. The kidnapping stuff. Yeah, it'd be fine if it's, it's so it's, annoying. God, it's, it's like the word. It's like the weirdest narratively because like I was yeah. wingsuiting one time and my screen starts <laughs> going red and I was like. Are you kidding me? There's no one even near me. This makes no sense. It's the I worst. talked to my friend. I was like, "What if I just like stay up in this helicopter? Like, what? What are they gonna? How are they gonna get me? They get so you. The game's just like, nah, you're kidnapped. Yeah, don't worry about no, it. No, they get you. They always get you. It doesn't matter what it's you're so doing. Um, but specifically that the North guys uh, kidnap missions, they're just all the same. Yeah, and like that sucked. That was so dumb. Yeah, like at I, least the first guy, it was different, and now this guy is just like, ugh. And because you can't avoid getting kidnapped, anytime I would reach one of those, I would just like sit around for a while, like all right, totally, I yeah. be like halfway through a mission. Totally. This yeah, sucks. no, they kill the pacing of that whole game. Those missions, yeah. they're and terrible. What, and what we found out is we were getting resistance points so fast at the beginning of uh of the region that we would like as soon as we were done with one kidnap mission and do like one other mission we're immediately supposed to get kidnapped but i don't think the game wants you to do kidnapped missions that close together so it just wouldn't happen for like 20 minutes yeah like it's it's weird it's it's super it's, weird it is super it's such weird. a weird video gamey thing it's weird that you can put a silencer on like fucking everything oh a machine oh, gun yeah. sure let's hilarious. put a silencer on that yeah, my friend definitely had an incendiary shotgun with a silencer, and it's, he could one hit any any helicopter. So anytime a helicopter came up, I was like, "All right, you deal with that one." Yeah, um, it's and I mean, silly. That part's fine. Like I like, yeah, I like just dicking around. Um, it just yeah, anything relating to the story is like, please stop. I don't care. Prepper stashes are fun. Those are great. Prepper stashes are fun. I wish I had more. Pre- I found more prepper stashes. Um, I know there's a ton in there. I just can't find them. For whatever reason, you have to like read the notes and stuff. Those usually unlock their location. I usually I usually read most stuff, but maybe I'm probably missing something. Oh, um, and I hear Far Cry Arcade is awesome. Far Cry Arcade is very good. If so nothing else, it's the thing that. that is like super important about this release for sure. Yeah. So I want to I want to try more of that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so that was Far Cry 5. And then uh, this one I didn't so much play as as hook up and watch, but I got a PlayStation VR. I saw that, yeah. I was a little jealous, a little bit, maybe. Yeah, so um, act- so the one you saw actually didn't show up. That one from Dell, that one got canceled. Wait, um, okay. Because I shared with you guys like a, a link, and I think I put it in like the uh, the Discord channel you for a, a sale on the on the Dell one. Because a few weeks back, PlayStation dropped its price to three hundred dollars, and then Dell had another hundred dollars off the Doom bundle, which has the uh, latest model, so it can do the HDR pass through. Uh, Dell then was like, "Oh, we got too many, so we can't fulfill this shipment." Which I'm pretty sure it's like, hmm, I bet you just don't want to like honor this price because you guys messed up. But, you know, what can you do? So I was like, well, that's the end of PlayStation VR. And then, like, earlier this week, what was the website? Oh, Monoprice had it for 100 bucks off. Oh, okay. So I was like, well, let's roll the dice again. And this one showed up in two days. Wow. All right. A little um, bit of a difference. So you again, haven't uh, I, I, played around with it yet, right? No, I set it up, and then uh, my girlfriend really wanted to play Moss. Like, as so do I. That uh, has, like, a like, perfect hey, rating, right? Moss? Yeah, I think I saw like a news thing about that where it hasn't perfect rating on PSN. I I don't know, maybe. I know it doesn't have like a hundred on Metacritic if that's what you're. No, 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 God, no. Um, but yeah, so we both wanted to play Moss, and I was like, "Here, you can play it first. So I watched her play like the first chapter. Um, and I'm hoping she's playing it right now because I kind of want her to play it without me watching so that I don't know all the puzzle solutions. Sure. Um. But that thing, it's, you know, I'm I'm just in, like, the honeymoon phase. It is cool having a, a yeah, VR yeah. headset and, like, it, it's cool watching her. Because this is the first time she's done any VR. Her being like, oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. And <laughs> so that's that's cool as well. And it, it, like, lights up in a bunch of different ways, which is fun to see. What uh, version of the PlayStation do you have? Like, you don't have a Pro, right? I have Launch. You have Launch? Okay, cool. Uh, you'll have to let me know when you do something like maybe a little more intensive how it runs because that's what's holding me back from getting one is I don't have like a PS4 Pro and I'm sure. wondering if it'll be like motion sick making <laughs> but I, well I mean in terms of motion sickness I think everyone's going to be a little different a little bit yeah um, yeah for sure and honestly like they came out with this before the Pro came out right so it should run fine I'm sure it runs better on the Pro because sure. like all right. games do right right um but yeah, again, I, like the only reason I got this was because they basically cut the price in half over the span of like a month. Totally. And uh, at that point, it was like, all right, two hundred dollars. And I've liked what the the few times I have played it. Now I'm looking for uh, wand controllers because I don't have either of those. And it seems like all the like really silly VR stuff requires the like hand controllers. Like I want to I want to play some Job Simulator, sure. some Rec Room. Yeah. Because um, right now the only game I have is Doom VFR. Uh, which is that? Do you think that's virtual fucking reality? Is that what that stands for? Yeah, absolutely. Probably right. Yep. Yeah. And then I have Moss, uh, which Moss just seems absolutely delightful. Yeah. So one one downside though is the PlayStation VR cannot see me or the player if I'm sitting on my couch. Oh, uh, so I have to put a chair like basically touching the couch just so I'm like an extra two feet, and then it's fine. Oh, how far is your TV from your couch? The head, the, where your head is, it's probably 
like from the camera. Uh huh. It wouldn't eight feet, maybe oh. eight or nine feet. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's pretty far. Okay, cool. So, which I guess the good news about that is I should be able to do like some like room stuff since I do have kind of a big living room. If totally. I move the coffee table out of the way. Um, but it just kind of sucks that I can't sit down on my couch to play this game. I have to bring a chair over. Uh, but I mean, what can you do? Yeah. True. Um, so yeah, you know, I'll talk more about that probably next week when I actually play some stuff and play with the demo disc it came with. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting for sure. Sean, yeah. I want to ask you before we jump over to news. Uh, did yeah. you find you got, you had a problem focusing when you were using it? Like the seeing? Uh, I have always had a problem focusing with when I use VR. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh-huh. I went, I went, I actually forgot. I went to a V arcade here in town on the weekend and played. With is the it bot. the one? Cause I went one when I was up there. Is it the one near, um, is it Deerford Meadows, wherever the Ikea is? No, the, it's the same company, but they had a location, uh, by the Shaw building. I have no idea where that is. Oh, on near, near, Sun, anyway. near Sunridge mall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, it was blurry the entire time. I try and adjusting contrast and moving the headset around. It was just blurry for me nonstop. What it was. Um, so the one I went to, they were using vibes. Was that the same for you? Yep. Yeah. Um, well, when, so I, again, I haven't used my PlayStation VR much, but I've definitely had problems in the past where it's like this, like on the show floors is where I mainly have played my, uh, 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 VR stuff. And it's definitely like, this definitely does not look as good as if I was just watching a TV. Um, but yeah, I have had some focal stuff and I've just been wondering, like, is that because they have it just kind of set to like someone else and I'm just kind of putting a headset on? Um, this one seemed about the same where it was like, yeah, things don't look like super crisp. Like they kind of look like. I'd say like in between standard def and high def, if that kind of makes sense. So I don't want to say everything's out of focus, but it's like, OK, this is every like, you know, the text is a little fuzzy. Gotcha. That that's how I've kind of always had it. I didn't have much of an issue when I went to that VR arcade though. Um, but I wasn't reading much stuff and it, I was playing like a zombie shooting thing and it was I didn't have any problems. I was fine to play it. Hmm. Um I'll have to kind of report back when I play like some extended sessions. Yeah, I'm sure that's like when I'll get some like eye strain or something, maybe. Yeah. Um When you did the vibe, were you able to use your glasses uh, yes. or did you have to take them off? Yep, I was able to use my glasses. Okay, yeah, because the I know the PlayStation VR, you can use your glasses. And I think one of them, you can actually adjust it to, like, your prescription. Not hmm. sure on that I one. Th- I thought one of the headsets you could, like, do something. Like, like, you could have, like, a nearsighted or a farsighted, like, setting kind of thing. I thought. But I could be mistaken. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, that's it for, uh, what we've been, all been playing, right? Yep. All right, cool. Let's go on to some news. All right. Uh, Battlefield 5 is going to have a Battle Royale mode. Yeah, of course it that is. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yep. It does. Uh, it's in the works. DICE is working on that right now. Um, I mean, of course, like, I don't even know what else to say about this. Like, this is like not news. Of course it's going to have it. Uh, oh, I'm actually going to skip a couple uh stories and go to black ops 4 so two Yo. things about black ops 4 okay um we'll go with the one that is less interesting 
Uh, it is rumored that Raven Software is working on a Battle Royale, Royale mode for Black Ops 4. Okay. Of course. Which, of course, they are. Um, I, that one, I'm, you know, I'm actually kind of interested that these two people are doing it because if there's going to be, like, a really great Battle Royale mode, like, these are, like, the shooter people, right? So, yeah, maybe these will be really cool. Maybe they won't. Who knows? <laughs> I'm hoping there's some kind of twist. Yeah, agreed. Um, it also sucks that this is what Raven Software is doing uh, because they made a lot of games that I really like, and now they're making <laughs> Call of Duty modes. Yep, agreed. Um, the more interesting news about Black Ops 4, though, is that it's not going to have a single-player campaign. Yeah. Mm. That's that a bummer, because that's what I like about Call of Duty. <laughs> I like those it, dumb is that, campaigns. Yeah, every, like, all the Call of Duties, you like the, the campaign, primarily? That's the, that's the reason I play them. I don't play the multiplayer okay. at all anymore. Okay, well, I'm, but I'm sure you can agree that you're in the 1%. Probably. I don't know. I know a lot of people that like the story mode, at least, for Call of Duty. Especially yeah, Black Ops, oh. specifically. Yeah, but I know, of course, like, most people are going to prefer the multiplayer. Right. I'm sure there's there's a chart somewhere at Activision that says, like, number of players who play our campaigns versus totally. the money we put into doing the campaign. And eventually it just crossed a certain point. They were like, no, nope, not worth it anymore. I mean, they don't need to, like, hire Kevin Spacey to fucking do acting in it. They could just get no names and save money, but whatever. Right. But yeah, but I mean, yeah. now they get to save even more money and yeah, f- focus it on multiplayer. Which, you know, I guess that's good. I guess it sucks for you, Paul, but I mean, whatever. I- I'm sure their it's audience one less wants thing multiplayer. I'm buy. It's fine. Uh, yeah, well, okay, sorry. Uh, let me just finish my thought. Uh the audience clearly wants just multiplayer, so this lets them put more resources into what the audience wants, primarily. I mean, as long as it's better. Well, that's the thing, is, like, do they want more multiplayer? Because they're still playing the old Call of Duties. They're not playing that new one, like, at all. Right. Well, ne- not until it has a Battle Royale mode. That's tr- very true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I wonder if this makes the game cheaper, but, like, of course not. It's going to be 60 bucks. Totally, yeah. Of course not. And there's going to be eight different editions, and one's going to come with, like, a dirt bike or something. And all the crates you can buy in in the game and all that stuff. It's all there. I was hearing some people were actually kind of bummed about this one because Mm -hmm. I heard that Black Ops actually had some of the more interesting campaigns. Yeah, it did. So. Yep. Uh, Okay, uh, what else do I got here? Platinum Games announced a mobile game that they're working on. Is it a Battle Royale game? No, I don't actually. I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, sooner or later, all games will become like the Ur game, the one game, and it's a battle royale game. Why do we not have one versus one hundred? Like, good lord, it's the one battle royale game I want. Trivia. That's true. We we didn't know what we had until it slipped through our fingers. Yeah. This yeah, we did this to ourselves. We all should have like bought a whole bunch of Sprint, whatever they were advertising, <laughs> yeah, and said thank you to our one versus one hundred overlords. Yeah, man, God, one versus one hundred was so good. It was, was so at, like, good. Per- I was at like the perfect age because like it would start like an hour after I got home from school, and me and my buds who. We would get on like a party chat anyway while we're playing different games. We all just party up and we play some one versus one hundred and we make fun of the live action host who I don't even remember. And it's like, are we going to get on? And it's like one of us gets in the one hundred and that's the closest any of us ever made it. But it's like, oh, shoot. 
Yeah, that was awesome. That was totally awesome. Um, okay, what was I saying? Platinum Games announces World of Demons. Uh, this game kind of just looks like Okami, um, but more of like a beat em up, uh, or I should say like an action beat em up, kind of like a Devil May Cry ish. Uh, seems kind of cool. I hope it plays well. Yeah. It's going to be free to play. I don't know. Yeah, no, it looks, looks cool. cool. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It definitely it, looks like Okami, right? Yeah, it's like uh, art, art style wise. Yeah. A hack and slash looking game yep. here. And it seems like, I don't know if there's like co-op, but there's definitely like multiple characters yep. that fight with you. Well, here's, like. here's the funny thing. If you look in the corner, it's basically got the exact same looking like element tree that Puzzles and Dragons has. And hmm. usually in Puzzles and Dragons, you have like a party. So I'm wondering if this is going to end up being like a kind of something like that. That could hmm. just be like a like a, a weakness and whatnot tree. Hmm. Oh, no, you're right. It's exactly the same because they have the light and dark one, too. Yeah. Well, are you thinking it's going to be like a gotcha game? Maybe. I don't know. So it is free to play. It's it's hard to tell from these pictures, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Like it, it's the It seems like there's one main character. The other thing is they're not showing any, like, controls. Well, I'm sure it'll be swiping, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. Um... Oh, wait, now I see a monster and it says enhance. So now I'm thinking it might be a gotcha game. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, leveling up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. There are definitely different monsters. We- weapon and, leveling uh, prob- up. Oh, yeah, no, this screen's straight out of Puzzles and Dragons. All right, so now I'm a lot less interested. Yeah, cool. it should be fine. Whatever. It's neat looking. I'll, it's free. I'll probably give it a try because why yeah. not? Yeah, for sure. Um, on a bummer note, I guess, for those who care, uh, Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch has been delayed to summer, as well as the Amiibo. That the part's amiibo got a, a delay. <laughs> did you did you have it pre-ordered? Now you're bummed that you gotta wait a few more months for your pre-order? No, that's fine if they can fill more orders. Well, you're just, you're just hoping it. that, you know, take all the time you need, get that Amiibo right. Yeah, and then release it when honestly, it's like good kind of because like after I saw what Dark Souls Remastered is, I kind of just don't care anymore because I have that game already. It's on PC. What? Well, what did you think it was going to be? Like anything changed at all? Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the PC, PS4, and Xbox One versions are still coming May twenty fifth. Yep. Bummer for Switch users. Yep. Yep. Pretty typical for Switch users. Like, what game comes out day and date on the Switch at all? Very true. Um, speaking of mobile games, Konami announced a Castlevania game for iOS uh, called Grimoire of Souls. Um, it looks like it's trying to be like a normal Castlevania game. I have no idea how yeah. well that'll play with touch controls. It says it's a four-player cooperative game. That's also that's, kind of interesting. That's like, um, that's what was weird. the arcade game? Harmony of Despair? Yeah, I'm wondering if it was going to be like that. I didn't play mm. that one, but I heard it was bad. It was okay. It's not. It's very good, actually. Oh, okay. All right. It depends on who you're playing with. You need p- multiple people to play it. That's the thing, for sure. It is going into closed beta in Japan, and no word yet on an international release. I hope it gets at least off of iOS. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Mm. It might. I, it won't be for, like... Six more months, though. It looks cool <laughs> from the screenshots they have, I guess. I just hope the touch controls 
work for it because those games are usually have pretty like demanding controls. Mm hmm. Uh, last one is Sega had a little press event and they announced a Mega Drive Mini, a Genesis Mini. Sure. Yep. Why what not? I'm surprised is not many people are talking about this. So all I can think is like, is this just another one of those like, just another one of those Sega Minis? Like we, they, it they is. Keep seem like they put yeah. one of those out every six months. It's the yeah. same company. Okay, so this is not actually like news. Uh, really. It it would have been if it wasn't if, for the fact it's the same company. Then that company, are you referring to At Games? Yep. Yeah, so they did the Sega Genesis Flashback HD last year, which I guess was trying to be like a mini, but no one cared for it. Do you know why? Why, why does nobody care for these ones? Um, I believe they're the ones that add like their own like cheap-ass games onto them on top of the actual games you want it for. Uh. Okay. So Lame. wait, it, wouldn't wouldn't you just isn't just getting more better, or are you saying like it's better if there's a curated like it, list? It's like it makes they made homebrew games and put it on there basically. Okay, but you could just ignore those, right? You could, but like they when they make up over half the content on there, it becomes a bit tricky. Mm. Well, I mean, like, okay, I'm trying to think like what's a better solution? If let's say we have a Sega Mini, a Sega Genesis Mini, and it has 15. It has the 15 games you want, okay? Let's say that. And then they have a Sega Genesis Mini, and it's got, I don't know, the 13 games you want, and 40 garbage games on top of that. Wouldn't this one still be, wouldn't the second one still be a better, a better deal, a better option? I mean, that's the thing, though. They could up the price because of the 40 shitty games, because they can claim 64 games on here, or something like that. Okay. Is Okay. I didn't know. How much, do you know how much the, Flashback was? I don't remember. I want to okay. say 60 bucks. Let's see. Sega Genesis Flashback HD. Uh, Amazon. That thing is going for $69. Nice. $78. Okay, so it looks about 70 bucks, 75 bucks. For 85 <coughs> games and four controllers. Okay, well, I guess this isn't really news. Yeah. They did announce a couple other things there from what I remember. Yeah, you didn't talk about Shenmue 1 and 2 being remastered and put out on new stuff. Hey, hey man, like, <laughs> you didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for Wait, you to shut up I so was, I could. Yeah. <laughs> the article only talks yeah. about this one. What else do they do? Honestly, it that. wasn't that big. <laughs> Shen- Shenmue was probably the biggest thing. Shenmue wanted to get released on PS4, uh, Xbox, and Steam. Uh, was Sega- there not Switch? I thought there was a Switch one. For Shenmue, I don't believe so. No. I thought, I thought that's what there, I heard. There was an announcement for Switch Sega Ages where they're going to be porting a bunch of uh, games there, including oh. potentially Saturn and Dreamcast games in the future. Oh, okay. That makes sense, I guess. Oh, yeah, it even says not coming to Switch. Okay, I must have got those two stories mixed up. That's fair. There's kind of a clusterfuck of information. Yeah, and the thing I could tell, like, that no one really did care about it is I wasn't hearing, like, lots of big definitive information from this thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, let's go on to some questions. Uh, If you want to send questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, 
the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Which had a lot in it. Oh. All right. Whoa. Oh, Why boy. don't you start opening those? They're already Paul, all, they're all you open take... and ready to go. Oh, do you want to just start then? Either way. Go ahead. Uh, let, let's just do the uh, the listed questions first. Cause yeah, that's fair here. enough. Okay, Paul, do you want to take this first one? Yeah, from VGC Kenny. He has two questions. He says, to me, what is the most outrageous use of English you saw in Japan? Um, there wasn't a whole lot of what I would call outrageous use. One of my favorite things was at a cat cafe. There was like a mugshot of one of the cats, and it says, please do not give this cat a cat food. And I was just like, that's so good. Okay. <laughs> he just that, but see that's that's difficult because that almost just sounds like someone would just type that like on a meme yeah no totally um yeah. there wasn't anything like crazy it seemed like those days of like english.com and those like i'm sure there were instances of just like weird uses of english there but everything i saw was like obviously very corporate they got a dude who speaks english to translate this. They didn't just use right. Google Translate. Like, they they have people that speak both languages now doing that shit. Right. You have to remember, they, they teach English in schools there. Yeah. And English is the number one spoken language in the world. Right. So. And honestly, the places that, like, didn't have any English at all just didn't have any English at all because it's Japan. So there weren't very many uses that were just like, oh, that's silly. I hear a lot of those that you see online are from China. Like, in China, apparently, okay. that's the place for all the crazy, like, hey, they got this wrong, or <laughs> whatever. Okay. So. Did you, um, how, did you try some Japanese? Uh, what do you mean? Like, speaking? Did you, like, try speaking Just Japanese basic. to anyone? Just basic, basic okay. stuff. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, to Sean and John, my friend works at a movie theater, and a perk that seems to be of that seems to be grabbing whatever movie posters he wants. He got me a poster for a movie that I liked and saw opening night. As people who worked at a game store, what were some of the coolest things you got for free as employees? Well, we weren't supposed to bring the posters home. Right. We weren't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. That's why I was air quoting. Uh, yeah, no, we, we totally brought a bunch of those home. Yeah, because I definitely took home, like, promotional posters when they were, like, going in the garbage. I was like, can I yeah. have this stand-up of ODST guy from Halo ODST to put on my wall for some reason? Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, we were, technically you're supposed to destroy all marketing materials. But that does not stop weird. most people. Well, because people sell it. That's the problem. People used to sell it and ruined it for everyone. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely didn't sell any of mine. I put it up on my wall. Yeah. And we definitely had a lot of like leftover like pre-order bonuses that for games that nobody cared about. Yeah. So a lot of that junk like that. A lot of yeah. weird comic books. I have like a Darksiders comic book and I'm like I don't even care about Darksiders. Why do I have this? <laughs> right. I think Nathan ended up with like a weird sexy Bayonetta calendar yeah. he does for like yeah. the yeah. previous year or something and he was like, "Well, I like the game. I guess I'll take this." And it's like, "Okay. Sure. I don't want it." Yeah. Think yep. yeah, I'll well. do um I'll do this next question. Uh Senren Kagura Weeb asks, any series that you like that doesn't make sense for your personality? 
For my personality. Okay. Yeah. What's my personality, I guess? Let me suss that out first. Right. I, uh... I like a decent amount of anime games as somebody who doesn't love anime in general. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, a lot of sure. very weeby shit <laughs> I'm like, I can okay. get into. I used to watch a bunch of Slice of Life animes, like Love Hina and some other one. I yeah, can't I'm remember. sure you did. No, I'm just. <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, fucking you know, fucking Hina, liar! But... How dare you like things like that? You only like American explosions. True. I mean, American I explosions really like are Amer- bigger and better. I I do actually like American explosions. They're very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I mean, are you saying are you saying you don't like? Your personality is anti slice of life. I guess, like, no, it's very yeah, like unfitting for <laughs> what my my I'm perceived as. I guess. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I guess I can see that. Sure. I have absolutely no idea. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's dig <laughs> into this pile. Do it. These are all from our mysterious sender. Of course. Okay. Uh, I last time I checked the PO box was before PAX, and there was nothing there. And then I went like I guess it's been three weeks since I got back, and there was ten. So oh, so the yeah mail going, guys storing them for you. Yeah, I guess so. So here's the thing: he sent one of these taped, double sided. Uh, oh, what does that mean? So here's the thing: like there's there's two pages, taped together. Okay. Uh, they're on the outside. They're both the plot to the room because it was a script to the room. He's going to send us, but inside it's just right. the same paper. It's just, you know, game of the year, disappointing game of the year, surprising game, right. of the year, et cetera, et cetera. So like, there's no question or anything inside. He just taped these two together and I don't know why. It's part of the puzzle. All right. <laughs> Put it on the board. Put some string <laughs> on it. Put the string. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> February 12th. Back in the 90s, a lot of different games were ported to the Game Boy that probably shouldn't have been, as most of these ports were absolute shit. Which mm-hmm. of these popular games did not have a Game Boy port? Ooh, okay. Six options. Okay. A, Mortal Kombat. B, Street Fighter 2. C, Diablo 2. D, NBA Jam. E, The King of Fighters 95, and F, Battletoads and Double Dragon. It's a hard list. Yeah, that is, actually. Because I know some of them that sound weird, they are there. Uh, okay. I guess I'll say Diablo 2, because the other ones... See, that one seems so weird that I bet it. I bet it's on the Game Boy. I bet it could be, too, but like some of those I know for a fact because I have played that version of that game. Are there. So that one, yeah, I'm sticking with that. I'm gonna, one. That I'm just, just seems gonna weird. Shot in the shot in the dark, uh the Battletoads one. I don't know. Alright, okay. well I knew the answer to this one immediately because I own the other five, so Diablo 3 is Fair. the answer. Diablo 2 is the answer. Yeah. Oh, uh, it is okay. Diablo 2. Oh, I yeah. thought that was a herring. Yeah, no. C was C was the answer, although funny enough, when picking a fake game, I googled Diablo Game Boy, thinking that there would be no way, but sure enough, there was a Diablo Game Boy game cancelled project. So I put Diablo 2 on there instead to be sure. 
Fair okay. enough. Yeah. All right. That was from the February 12th. This is February 19th. Slightly nervous that none of the letters have been read yet, so I'm going to hold back the letters for a few weeks just in case you need reprints of the first few pages of The Room, which I hope you've been reading out. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, again, stuff. I'm not reading them out because I have not seen The Room. Oh, so you think he held it back and then he sent like four? No, because he would have waited for us to read one, so that couldn't be mm. the case. Weird. All right. This mail person is just storing mail. All right, let's talk about a game that I recently found out Paul thinks is okay at best. Metal Gear Solid 4. It is, yeah, infamous, okay. for it is infamous for having long cutscenes, but how long really were the cutscenes? Uh, total time of all cutscenes combined, give or take an hour. Shit, I used to know this. It's like 90 minutes or something. And the length May of the longest cutscene <clears throat> in the game, plus or minus 15 minutes... Okay. Hint, the epilogues for back-to-back-to-back-to-back scenes is the longest cutscene I'm looking for. I it's got to be longer than 90 minutes, Paul. Isn't there like an hour-long cutscene in that game? I want to say that last cutscene he's talking that, about is like 24 minutes. That last cutscene is about half an hour. Yeah. I want to say that's 24 minutes, so that's going to be my answer for that I'm one. Gonna, I'm going to stick with 30. Oh, you don't know either? I'm not reading I, it. I don't I'm, I'm trying to play oh. along, too. I want to have fun. I don't want to read out all these fucking letters and okay. get nothing out no, of this. I, could, sure. I didn't re know if he like kept the answer right under the question or something. The answer is right under the question, but I just didn't read it. Okay, You're fair just enough. trying to avoid it. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to say entire the, the, the total length, then. I'm going to say four hours. Whoa. I think there's more than that, because I remember that playing through that game and it taking like eight hours... But then I played through without cutscenes, and I did it in less than two. That is true. It, yeah. I know I did, there's like an hour-long cutscene in there. I did play through it without cutscenes and was like amazed at how little game there actually was. That's I'm true. Gonna, I'm going to say six. I'm going to say oh. two. Let, I'm going to round okay. my... I'm just going to say two hours of cutscene, 24 minutes being the longest. And I, I have no idea about the conclusion one, so... I should have trusted my gut. All the cutscenes total up to around eight to eight and a half hours okay. based on various wow. sources. So if you guessed seven to nine and a half hours, congrats. The longest cutscene, which again, multiple sources have slightly different answers for some reason, is 68 to 71 minutes. Okay. So, never mind, it was way longer than I thought. So sit yep. back, get some popcorn, and enjoy watching Metal Gear Solid 4. That game is okay at best. <laughs> <laughs> and at worst, for whatever that's worth. All right, February 26th. Since it's pretty late into the show, by the time you're reading this, don't forget to remind the viewers that Skype is helping you stay connected. Yes, thank you. Hopefully that yep, meme good. is still relevant because today we're doing it's Skype not. trivia, no. which of the following facts <laughs> about Skype is true. Oh, this great. is great. All right. Six options. A, okay. it was released in 2006. B, is available in over a hundred languages. C. Was acquired by Microsoft in 2011. D. Was founded and created by Brits. E. Still supports Windows XP. Or F. Made Google Hangouts jealous when you guys switched from that service to Skype. God damn it. All right. Um, I mean, that's probably the true so, one. So there. one of those is real? One of those is real, which is weird because a lot of these are. Yeah, you know, he's. I think he's tricking us by changing the number on them slightly. 
Well, I mean, he must be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I want to say the language is one, but honest, no. You know what? I bet you it still supports Windows XP because I have a Windows XP laptop, and every time I turn that fucker on, Skype turns on. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yep. that's a pretty good argument, so I'm going to go yeah. with that. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's just a thing, for sure. I'm going to go with you, too, on that one. I'm surprised that it doesn't support 100 languages. Yeah. I'm sure F is probably true. No, I am pre- I thought it supported 100 well. That would have been my option answer if I didn't think about the XP thing. Oh, totally. I'm, sure F- I'm sure F is probably true, but B, C, and E is definitely true. So B was in- available over 100 languages. C yeah. was acquired by Microsoft in 2011, yeah. and E was still supports Windows XP. Uh, okay. The only one I knew for sure was not the Brits one, because when I was in Estonia and on like a tour guide thing there, the first thing they say is, hey, guess what? Skype was invented from Estonians. Mm. That's like their oh, claim okay. to fame. <laughs> As for A and D, Skype was founded in 2003 by a Swedish and a Danish dude, and the software was made by what? some by some Estonians. I was told it was Estonian dudes. No, the, so- yeah, the software was made by some Estonians. Oh, okay. Oh, right. there you go. I hope you learned something about the service you've been violating the TOS of for the past few years. I didn't realize we were supposed to pick multiple answers. That's my bad, I guess. Yeah, I thought I thought it was one answer as well. I thought, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. which, of the, which of the following facts about Skype is true? That made it seem Damn. like there was only one. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, March 5th. Okay, you guys got the mail. And by you guys, I mean John. Now, before you forget, part two of the flower shop scene is on the back. Don't forget to savor it. So the PS2, that Hello, game... Doggy. Con- that flower shop seems great when it's she's like, good. oh, I didn't recognize you. And it's like, what do you what? This guy looks like a vampire. <laughs> now, uh, so the PS2, that game console, sold a few units, had a few games. All joking aside, it made that console generation not even a race, seeing that more than six times the number of units of second place Xbox. How many games did it have? Plus or minus 300. <sighs> oh, Bonus question. Bonus question, it lasted for so long that it had a major title released on it, PS2, PS3, and PS4 simultaneously. Which game was that? Okay, that one has to be like a FIFA game. Yeah, I agree. A soccer game of some sort, for sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to say... Or like oh, Just Dance, that, maybe. Because Just Dance been? is out on everything. I'm going to stick with FIFA as well. Yeah. Position four was 2013. I believe. So that would be unless I'm getting this con- hmm. Oh yeah, I guess we have to give a number, don't we? Didn't think of that. That's my guess. FIFA 14. How long has this generation even been going on? I don't even remember anymore. This one, we're in year. Well, year five because it came out in 2013. Okay. Damn. <clears throat> All right, how many games? Give or take three hundred. So here's the thing: like one of either the PS1 or the PS2 has over two thousand games, and I cannot remember which one of it is which. So I'm gonna say twenty two hundred for PS. Gotta be PS2. I didn't know it was. I was gonna say like fifteen hundred, but you said two thousand. So I'll say, yeah, like twenty three hundred. Yeah, I'll take the low end and say two thousand on the dot. All right. Okay. Which game? You said just dance, right, Paul? 
No, I agree it's FIFA, but I was just saying Just Dance is on everything as well. I'll, I'll stick with FIFA as well. Oh, wow. Uh, ready for the number? So, what did I say, 22? Yeah. Believe it or not, I missed it by 19. It was 2,519 games released for okay. the dang thing. So Sean nice. got it then. And somehow John has more than double that number of games. You clearly need that copy of High School Musical making the cut for the DS. As oh for the bonus, it was FIFA 14, the last PS2 game in South Korea. Hey! America. Yeah, got that it. makes sense. Cool. Yeah, can I have a dozen res roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be $18. Here you go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Johnny exits with the roses and gets in his car. That's, yeah, that scene makes gr- no sense. <laughs> the great scene. Uh, March 12th. I'm back again, whether you like it or not. Random tangent before my question. Have you ever mixed scotch and vodka? Just looking at the script and have never heard of that combo before. <laughs> nope. On to the yeah, question. Nope. <laughs> Mario has the very iconic design of a red hat with an M, a mustache, white gloves, a red shirt, and blue overalls. Except it wasn't always a red shirt and blue overalls. It used to be different colors. What was the old color scheme and which game did they change it uh, to the current design with? Note that I'm talking about official art as the sprites varied game to game in the 8-bit era especially. Official art, okay. Oof. Uh, I don't know. I want to say, okay, Mario 2 on the front cover, he's wearing white and red, right? I don't know. Or, and he's like brown? And red on the NES. I want to say yeah, that's what I was gonna say is brown overalls. Yeah, red. I'm thinking but. it's Mario two. No, because official art. For I Mario think it's three. Bro- I think it's uh, Mario Bros to Super Mario Brothers. I think that's gonna be the answer because Mario Bros. Oh. He has a different color scheme. Oh no, maybe I'm oh, wrong. Oh yeah, I have no idea. I'm gonna say Super Mario three. He used to have his clothes inverted. He had a blue shirt and red overalls until Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. Despite his sprite okay. in Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Odyssey may have helped with that now that I think about it. Cool. I, I was think I was thinking wrong because in Mario Bros, I'm pretty sure he has a different outfit. His colors are off in that one too. Wait, how does Odyssey fit into this? Odyssey has a bunch of throwback outfits to other games, including oh, that. Okay. Including that That's combo. right. Okay. Gotcha. Hi, babe. These are for you. Thanks, honey. They're beautiful. <laughs> Did you get your promotion? Nah. You didn't get it, did you? March 19th. Undertale has been confirmed for the Switch. It lives forever. Seriously, it's the new Skyrim at this point. I hope the amended nominations can be applied retroactively because you totally consider them for your community poll. So it says uh, Undertale Switch, Undertale Switch, Undertale Switch, Undertale PC for 2018's 2015 game of the year, and then it's Switch for the rest. Okay. All right. All right. The sti- Noted. The Stanley Parable was a marvel of a game, one that wanted you to break the game and try stupid shit to fully explore it. It also had some dumb achievements, like to not play the game for five years, or to try and click on door 435 times. However, there was one infamous number that was a part of many button-related jokes in the demo and the game. There was also an achievement for pushing this button many times that was just this number repeated over and over again. What was this number? It's on the flip side since there's no room left here. 
Guess I don't what? Remember. I know the answer to this because it's one of my stream alerts. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. I don't remember, so I give up. I don't know. Seven? I don't know. Or eight. eight. I'm going to say eight. Eight. Okay. Eight. 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 Okay. March cool. 26th. <laughs> if you, oh hi bagel <laughs> oh hi bagel oh hi bagel oh, hi bagel <laughs> hi buddy I, I didn't recognize you you're my favorite okay, cat now, now I recognize you <laughs> <laughs> you're my favorite cat I need I need you to move buddy get that butt out of here oh he's totally gonna take down my recording aren't you oh god alright what did you open what did you open bagel Take your browser to the next level. Thanks. All right. March 26th. If you're wondering, the page of Pure Script goes right before this letter. It's the end of Chocolate Lovers, followed by I Definitely Have Breast Cancer. Everyone everyone <laughs> okay. knows Pong. Yep. Two lines and a dot is all you needed back in 1972. I love how many companies tried to make Pong consoles and the variations they would make. One paddle is tennis, two paddles is hockey, three paddles is soccer, solo mode, squash, etc. Hi, Bagel. You're about to jump on my head, aren't you? He's like, yep. <laughs> or not. Nope. He's psyching you Maybe. out. Yep. There it is. Atari made it so popular even though it wasn't theirs to begin with. Which company did Nolan Bushnell steal this idea from? Sorry, what was the idea? Pong? Yeah. Hi, buddy. I'm going to say IBM. I have no idea. Ow, ow. Mm. Sorry, I apologize if my I think, audio I think gets Steve a little weird. Jobs I have a cat on my back. IBM, and I remember he, they were making games. That's my only I thought. I'm trying to think of other companies that would have been around that time even that were big. I honestly don't know either. I think IBM's a good guess. I'll double down with you on that one. All right, the answer... It was from Magnavox. They ended up making their own console, the Magnavox Odyssey, and sued Atari. Since Atari couldn't afford right. to defend themselves, they settled out of court. Right, okay. All right, two pages left. All right. Uh, okay, he's written in, instead of all the other systems, Jaguar 32X, SNES, PlayStation 3DO, Saturn, GBA, Xbox, Xbox 360, PS3. But he scratched out, like, Vectrex and a bunch of other stuff here. Ooh, let's do what more games. for? Uh, Undertale, game of the year. Oh, okay. Ooh, let's do more gaming history today. Many gamers know that the Philips CDI is an abomination. However, it didn't have to be this way. Nintendo partnered with them to create a CD-ROM-based add-on for the SNES, but only after backstabbing a certain company. That leads to a pretty easy question for this week. How many stars are in Super Mario 64? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that threw me off. 120. Yeah, Yeah. 120? Okay. 120. Also, as you can see by the date at the top, that it's April Fool's Day plus one, so I had to do something extra like a misnomer. Real question. Oh, okay. Of the many many console ports of Doom, which two do not have any 
music during gameplay. N64. And... I have no idea. Oh, okay. The options are the ports of Undertale, which I would have made uh, actual answers instead of jokes the first time with more foresight. So, uh, the Jaguar version of Doom, 32X, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, Uh, 3DO, Saturn, GBA, original Xbox, 360, and PS3. Oh, so N64 is not even on there. Nope. Hmm. Oh, I guess that's technically Doom 64. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Well, I know the... We don't have any music during gameplay. Super I Nintendo. Know, I know that 32X does. I think you're right about the Super Nintendo one. I'm pretty sure all the disc-based systems have it. Yeah. Because that was the problem. They used WAV files. Like, they used huge files back then. Which was I the thought, problem. I thought the GBA one did too. I'm actually not sure what the second one would be. Hmm. I'm sorry to do this to you. Can you go through the consoles one more time? That he listed? The Jet Jaguar. 32X. Super Nintendo. PlayStation. 3DO. Saturn. GBA. Xbox. 360. PS3. I'm going to say the PS3 version. Right, makes sense. Yep. I'm going to stick with the GBA and uh, Super Nintendo ones. Okay. That's my answers. Uh, The answer's written on the next months. If I also had more foresight, I would have put the answer on the damn letter. It was the Jaguar and GBA versions, with the GBA version being a port of the Jaguar version. Oh, weird. Okay. I didn't realize that was a port of the Jaguar version. Huh. All Had right, I known that, it would have thrown me off even more. So, You guys like words starting with P, right? Paul, perspective, Pokemon, Price is Right. Let's combine them. Paul like and Sean, things. who are on the top-down perspective, are going to compete in a Price is Right-style competition where you guess how many Pokemon each generation of games had. Note that it includes previous generations. Uh, example given, Gen 3 includes Gen 1 and Gen 2 monsters right. in the number. Oh, crap. And it's the closest without going over. Okay. Uh, let me see I if guess. I can find a pen. Okay. I found a pen. So I can mark this down here. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Gen 1. How many Pokemon are there without going one, over? 151. Oh, yeah, 151. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling that was a free one. Gen 2. Um, I'm trying to remember. I used to actually know this number, but I don't anymore. Yeah, I used to know this number, and then the other ones I don't know the number. T- totally, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say, without going over, 230. Okay. I'm going to say, shit. I'm going to say 152. <laughs> you think there's okay. one more Pokemon? Are you using the $1? Well, no, he's going prices right. Are you $1 so rolling? Yeah, yeah, I'm $1 rolling on him. Well, I hate to tell you this, but Sean was correct. 230. The actual okay. answer Wait. was 251. Oh, okay. Closest without going. I should have okay. one-upped him. Okay. I thought uh, yeah, it was I a little bit lower. Okay, no, I, I like that you're you're telling us how much after each one. 
Yeah. Otherwise, our like final number is going to be like four hundred <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, Gen three. I have to not look at the chat because as they catch up, they're giving us the answers. So I got to hide that. Oh, are you reading chat? I had it open, but they, I'm noticing they're catching up to us. Okay, I find it's three. just easier if you Google the answer. Just faster. Yeah, <laughs> John actually f- sent me a picture of this quiz beforehand. So oh, I okay. Yeah. On my palm. Cool. Um, Gen 3, guys. All right. We're, at, we're starting at 251. Yep. Maybe I'll answer first go- this time so I can't just one-up you every time. Okay, sure. Let's yeah, alternate. Just yeah. yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna say three seventy-five. I'm gonna say three thirty. Okay. I'm gonna try not to just one dollar at each time. Yeah. All right. Fair Closest enough. without going over was Paul. Okay. You said three seventy-five. Three eighty-six was the answer. Holy they added a lot. shit! I know there's one generation where they only added like eighty or ninety. Yeah, I just I just don't know which one it is. That's why yeah, I just yeah. keep going up by like eighty. So what are we at? Three eighty five. Three eighty six. Three eighty six. Okay, Gen four. Okay. Gen four. I think this might be the generation they only added. That's why. Okay, yeah, four fifty. Gen four. That's diamond. I'm gonna be the scumbag. Four fifty one. I'm gonna, sure. That's, yeah. probably, that's probably the smart way to go. Yeah, that, was the, that little... was the smart way to go. Paul gets that one. Yeah. 493. They, they added, added more than 100 again, so that they wasn't added a, the one. 107. Huh. huh. Gen 5. 493. Okay, 493. Starting at 493, Gen 5. Which one's Gen 5 again? Like, what colors? Uh, that should be black and white. Yeah. Okay, this one actually I think might be that one. So, um... What are we on right now? Gen 6? Gen 5. We're on Gen 5. No, no, no. Like, what's the... After Black and White, it goes... Oh, we're on Gen 7. We're on Gen 7. You're you're forgetting X and Y. I am forgetting X and Y. Okay. I'm sorry. And what was the last number that we had? 493. 493. Okay. Um... I'm going to say 560. Yeah, I, I think this might be the small one as well, so I'll do f- 561. Yeah, that's smart. Well, point goes to Sean, because uh, neither of you were close. 649. Oh, what? <laughs> this was the gen that added the most Pokemon. Okay, so, oh. all right, so at, what are we at now? Five. S- uh, 649. 649. Okay, then I'm going <laughs> to then I'm going to do 710. You're going to do 710? Yeah. Okay. I'll do 711. <laughs> yeah. Well, cuz I think I very think boring. Well, I think it's like if you're it off by if you're off by like 5, right? <laughs> I don't want to go over either. I yeah. mean, you guys are playing this real safe. Uh again, Paul gets this one. 711 okay. was your guess. 721 was the actual See? answer. That's the so thing. There's the, there's the small one. I was going to guess like maybe 750 or something. Yeah, Gotta X play and Y added the least. Okay. And last but not least, Gen 7 starting from 721. 
I don't. And add- the thing, the, here's the weird thing about Gen Seven is they like they I keep adding them. Oh, okay. I actually know nothing at all about Gen Seven, so I'm going to take the stab in the dark and say, you know what? Let's just round it to eight ten, eight hundred and ten. What's the number? What are we at again? Seven. You're starting at seven hundred and twenty-one. I'm going to say eight ten. Okay. I'm going to say 820. Yeah, I have no idea at all. Mm, You both went over. Really? What? Should we guess again then? Uh, Yeah, technically, if we're doing Price is Right rules, technically, if we're doing Price is Right rules, you would guess again. Okay. Okay, Go ahead, Paul. 805. I'm going to cut the difference because I heard him say 800. (laughs) I, oh, I so didn't even hear that. You, okay. You've got yeah, the 50-50 I, I going yeah, higher or lower. I got a 50-50, yeah. I guess I'll go... God, how many... I, I guess I'll go 800. Okay, uh, so you're taking lower. Yeah, Paul got it. It's 807. Oh, 807. fuck. <laughs> so, let's see here. Uh, <sighs> whoa. What the fuck was that? Sorry. I'm not, that was my sne- me sneezing. Bless that was you. a dog barking. It did sound like a dog barking. All right, I'm going to open up chat. Oh, yeah, sure enough, chat had the numbers perfectly on the money, probably before. Also, they're Googling. That's true. All right, so that means point-wise, Sean got one, two. I think Paul definitely won that Three. I think we're even. Yeah, Sean got three, and Paul got one, two, three, four, four, five. Are we on Gen 7? You guys both got number one correct. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. Nice. All right. Bonus question for John ripped straight from throne controllers. Which Pokemon is next? Number 658. If it's, <laughs> if it's literally the question I had in throne controllers, it's Greninja. Does he have the answer there? <laughs> I'll take no. your word for it. He literally says, no. Google the answer. God damn it. Pokedex 658. 658. Yeah, it is. Yep. There you go. All right. Is that it for uh, letters? Finally through them all. All right. Thanks, uh, mystery person, for sending those in. Uh, thanks, everyone. Again, if you guys want to send questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and uh, John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Mine's Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, Puzzle Fighter Mobile. Magical Drop 3. Nice. Paul, did you end up playing, um, Adventure Pals? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Nothing, nothing great? Yeah, it's kind of a boring platformer with a lot of charm. Um, heads up, tonight's the last night to, uh, submit games for May's TDP poll if you're a $10 backer on the Patreon. Tomorrow morning when I edit the podcast... Uh, I will be closing down that and putting up the poll. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, go vote on the poll for what we play next month. Um, do you guys want to say which games you're going to be putting on the poll? Sure. I put on Celeste. It's, it's a good game. Uh, I put Iconoclasts. Good game. I'm going to put the Sword of Swords of Ditto, Sword of Ditto, whatever it is, plural or not. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so 
If you're a $10 backer uh, and the audio version is not up yet, get your submission in. Otherwise, you got to wait another month. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.